Welcome everyone to Resurrection Life Church in Cadillac, Michigan. Thank you for joining us today. We're so glad to have you with us, and we pray that you encounter God's goodness through the message today. Change your story. This just never ends, but it's good. Let me start with this verse. Matter of fact, let's read it together out loud on the count of three. It's Psalm 34, verse 1. It says, here we go, one, two, three. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. We had a word a couple weeks ago in our staff worship time, and the word was, you will see unthinkable miracles as you praise. You will see unthinkable miracles as you praise. Now, this word is true and biblical because praise provokes miracles. Praise provokes miracles. It really provokes the God of miracles. What I'm saying, praise provokes miracles. Praise brought the walls of Jericho to the ground. It was praise that multiplied the fish and bread. And then when things looked absolutely impossible, it was the praise of God's people that defeated their enemy time and time again. Praise provokes miracles. There's a reason we start our services with praise, because praise is more powerful than we know. It softens the heart, it calms the soul, it changes the perspective, and praise makes the enemy flee, because praise is an invitation for the very presence of God. Praise. See, God is pleased when we praise him. When we praise him, it attracts his attention. Listen, believe it or not, you can change your story with praise. The medical community knows the benefits. Studies prove that a person who expresses joy and gives praise is more healthy than the person who doesn't. They're seeing that praise literally stops the negative attitude and puts a halt to the anxious mindset. And even the chaotic environments... I've witnessed this firsthand. I've, I've mentioned this before, but it's, it's a great story. So we're driving. I think we're driving to Kalamazoo. Kids were probably six and four. And all of a sudden, a brawl breaks out in the back seat on a cute Donald and Levi. I don't know who started it, but all of a sudden, there's, there's a little bit of a ruckus going on back there. You know, and, I, and it's getting louder and louder. And of course, I do the dad thing. Don't make me come back there, right? <laughs> like, how can I come back there? I'm driving the car. You know, you, you try to reach back there, you know, to, to pray for them lovingly. And uh, you, you can't reach them. They're too far, right? Come on, we've all been there. And, uh, and, so, um, and so I'm like, and, and by the way, like, they won't stop. I'm saying, you guys, now come on. Now, you, now stop this. Stop this, this fighting. It's starting to get louder and louder. And um, then I was like, oh, don't make me stop this car. Right? That's another thing we say. And so as we're going and, and we're driving down the highway, there's no place to stop. All of a sudden, the kids begin to stop. Like, they stopped arguing. I'm like, good. And I look over at Emily, and this is what she's doing. Mm-mm. That's all she's doing. I'm like, what are you doing? The kids are looking at her, and I'm looking at her. She goes, I'm praising God. I'm just praising God. Thank you, God. She starts saying, thank you, God, for your goodness. We love you, Lord. You're awesome. It shut us right up. Yes, because we thought she was crazy, but no, because she was crazy. 
she was crazy, right? She was praising God. I'm telling you right now, there's actual literal power in praising God that actually calms the chaotic environment. Well, what is it? Praise is an expression towards God. It is the idea of expressing God's greatness, goodness, love, his infinite, all-knowing, all-powerful glory. You might sing about God. You might write something about God. You might lift your hands to, to him or shout to the Lord or kneel in his silence or even dance with joy. Praise is an acknowledgement and expression. Say expression. Of the wonderful works and character of God. Simply put, praise is all about him. I hope that doesn't offend you. <laughs> praise is all about him. If you want to fill yourself with something, fill it with praise. Because praise will get your focus, our focus on what, where it needs to be, on God. See, when we start praising God in the middle of our problems, our problems begin to shrink so much that we'll hardly remember them. We'll be so busy praising him, thanking him for his blessings, that our problems will be an afterthought. So what does praise do? This you need to hear right, right now. We already saw that praise changes the atmosphere. It affects you. It affects the environment. It attracts God and therefore annoys the devil. Listen, the results of praise literally touches everything and every part of your life. Paul knew this when he said, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Now, Paul didn't say it once, he said it twice because he didn't want anyone thinking he made a mistake when he said it. Paul lived what he preached. When he was beaten and thrown into the dark, darkest part of the dungeon, he and Silas broke out in praise at midnight. How many of you like to just break out in praise at midnight in the middle of your sleep? No one, I mean, right? But he, listen, listen to this, Acts 16, 25. And at midnight... Paul and Silas, this is after they've been beaten, thrown into a dungeon, they prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. Ooh, that's another, that's a whole nother message in itself. And they heard them. Oh God, let the world hear our praises. Jesus, Jesus, um, I, I, I heard the Lord say, I am actually reviving praise. I'm reviving it in these days. Like people are going to start talking about God everywhere with no problem. No problem at all. Listen, they were singing and celebrating God, telling him how great he was in the middle of their pain, in their dark hour. And look what happened, verse 26. Suddenly, say suddenly, there was a massive earthquake and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoner fell off. Coincidence? I don't think so. And I love those words, suddenly, immediately. I just wonder sometimes if, if maybe if we could just revive this praise, if things might just happen a little quicker than we think. Praise literally changed everything in this moment. It broke the chains, opened the doors, and set the captives free Praise, listen, provoked the miracle. It caused revival. It changed the atmosphere. And here we go again. I've, said, I've noticed that praise brings an acceleration to God's promise. Just look at the walls of Jericho coming down. What would have taken years to do 
with human strength only took a few days with praise. A few days with praise. And I wonder what a few days of praise will do for you and I. Praising God is a powerful weapon against a real spiritual enemy, and it brings us into a place of protection. Look at the protection that's given to our little ones. Psalm 8, too, I love this. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. Woo! Protection from the enemy and the power to silence him from praise. And if their praise brings protection for them, those little ones, then certainly your praise will bring protection for you. See, when God is elevated, you are insulated. When God is elevated, you're insulated. When we praise God, it stops Satan's plan. Think of it this way. Praise is not a byproduct, but a driving force. See, sometimes we think praise has to be the byproduct of everything is going good. I'm going to praise you. Therefore, it's not. I have a difficult time doing it. No, no, no. Think of praise as the driving force, not a byproduct. It is the driving force of our life. You can literally change your story with praise. And we could go on and on and on regarding the powerful results of praise. The truth is, praise is underestimated and underutilized. Sure, it's easy to come here and get in the presence of God for 25, 30, 30 minutes in praise and worship, hearing the word, or however long we're here. But what about Monday morning? I'm telling you, that's where the rubber hits the road. That's where praise needs to go, right there. Monday morning, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I will praise the Lord at all times. He will continually be on my lips. That's what David said. That's what we read. So let me help you unlock your praise today. Back to that initial verse again, Psalm 34.1. I'm going to tell you about the story around this verse in a moment. It's pretty interesting. The, it, it, the, the title, if you're reading your Bible, says, A Psalm of David regarding the time he pretended to be insane in front of Abimelech who sent him away. And he says, I will praise the Lord at all times. I'll constantly speak his praises. My thought, was he kidding? Was it wishful thinking? Was it even possible to praise God all the time? And why would David say this? Let me give you a few ways to unlock your praise. So David writes this beautiful and powerful psalm in a cave called Agilum in front of all of his men. Here's the backdrop. David is on the run from King Saul. Saul got so jealous of David that he wanted to take David's life and stop his destiny. By the way, that is our enemy's agenda. So one day, David finds himself in a town filled with Philistines. Remember, that's David that killed the Philistine giant, right? Goliath. He finds himself in a town of Philistines, his other enemy, and suddenly he's recognized by some of the guards. And I was thinking, what are you thinking? Not the best place to hide. Why are you there, David? Okay, here's, here's this really quick story or part of the story for Samuel 21, 10 through 15. This is, this is the moment 
before David writes this psalm, I'm going to praise you at all times, God. I'm always going to praise you. That day, David fled from Saul and went to Achish, king of Gath. That's the Philistine territory. But the servants of Achish said to him, isn't this David, the king of the land? Isn't he the one they sing about in their dances that Saul has slain his thousands and David his tens of thousands? David took these words to heart and was very much afraid. I mean, they're, they're, they're just saying, well, this dude's like unstoppable, they're saying. But yet David gets afraid. This is kind of a key moment. He gets afraid of King Agur. So, so he pretended to be insane in their presence. And while he was in their hands, he acted like a madman, marking on the doors of the gate and letting saliva run down his beard. Akers said to his servants, look at that man, he's insane. Why bring him to me? Am I so short of madmen that you have to bring this fellow here to carry on like this in front of me? Must this man come into my house? And they let David go. And then he runs to a cave, meets some of his men, and writes this powerful psalm that begins with, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. Praise was bursting out of that cave. But really, what was the catalyst to this praise, right? And let me, just, let me just give you a few ways to unlock your praise. First, one way to unlock your praise is to simply just do it. Say, just do it. Turn to your neighbor and say, just do it. I wish I owned that trademark. Just start expressing, listen, your adoration to God even if you don't feel like it, especially when you're in the dumps, isn't that what Paul and Silas did? I'm sure they weren't feeling it at midnight in the moment, but they just did it. Just do it. And David understood this truth. He lived it. We hear him praising God in all types of circumstances throughout the Bible. And chronologically, the next verse I'm going to read you was written after this crazy incident. And it's, it's a psalm you've probably heard before, Psalm 100, verse 4. Enter, let's, let's say it together. Count of three. One, two, three. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Well, what does that have to do with just do it? Well, David learned this because the initial phrase, enter his gates with thanksgiving, that phrase really means just do it. It means stretch out your hand or it means, to, it means to just do something in the moment. Use your voice. Just do something to get the ball rolling. Something practical first. That's what that phrase means with thanksgiving. Your just do it moment will inevitably lead you to the spiritual one and to the king of kings, which will result in your supernatural breakthrough of praise. Just do it. Stretch out your hand, but I want you to do that, Jesus. No, he, he would say, you do it. You walk around Jericho. You go wash in a river. You speak out. You lift up your hands. You jump up and down. You do something, and God will meet you there. Listen, by nature, I'm conservative. I call myself a conservative charismatic. But I found out that Hands in the pocket probably won't cut it regarding praise. I've just learned that. <laughs> just saying. That. You know, sometimes it's a process. You start here, you know, and then maybe take one hand out, do this. I get it. 
and you carry the television, you know. <laughs> it, it's okay, right? I get it. I, that's, that was my process. But I'm good. I'm like, oh, Lord, I just want to praise you. I understand it. Use your voice. Tell God thank you. Tell him how great he is, even if you don't feel like it, even if you don't believe it, even when you don't understand it. Just do it. Let's try this all together. Psalm 77, 14. Look at this. On the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. You are the God of great wonders. You demonstrate your awesome power among the nations. A little bit like Eeyore. Let's try that again with some gusto and enthusiasm, right? Come on. Uh, Psalm 77, 14. Ready? One, two, three. You are the God of great wonders. You demonstrate your awesome power among the nations. One more time. You are the God of great wonders. You demonstrate your awesome power among the nations. Now, you can feel that ramping up, can't you? You can feel it just ramping up. Your spirit's like saying, I, I got to get out of here. That's what it's saying. God, you are great, you are powerful, you are worthy of praise. See, when there's no praise, then life becomes something that we tolerate instead of celebrate. Enter his gates by doing something, by saying something. That will bring you to your next step from practical to praise. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. Just do it. And number two, listen, just remember it. Now, back to our story. This is what I want to show you. David escapes by pretending he's insane. By the way, that actually works. I did it once. Not to get out of jury duty, which I heard that works too, but... <laughs> I actually, so I lived, lived in New York, and I, you, some of you know this, I was in the music scene for a while, and one night I had to go to a, a recording studio, and, and, um, and I wasn't really familiar with New York, this is kind of when I first got there, and I'm a Midwest boy, you know, I dressed like a Midwest boy, I had a Tommy Hilfiger long jacket on with a, it was orange and yellow, remember that, do you remember that, Emily? Oh, it was great, I wish I still had that. I didn't look like I was from New York. And so I am walking back from the studio. You've probably heard the story before. I'm walking back from the studio uh, one night, and I find myself in an area that I'm not familiar with at all. It's a dark area. I'm a little scared. And uh, ahead of me, walking towards me, is a gentleman who is, I know now, to be taking light bulbs from a bag and just chucking them up against the buildings, just breaking them. And he looks crazy. He looks like he's just, I don't know, what, but he's chucking these things, and I'm like, oh, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm heading right towards him. My first thought was run across the street. I thought, if I run, he's going to come after me. That's what I thought. So this is what I did. True story. I got crazy. So I, I started shaking like this, walking and shaking towards him. I didn't know what to do. I'm just shaking. I'm flailing my arms. I'm flailing my arms. I'm telling you. I was so scared. It's the only thing I did. I'm flailing, flailing my arms. And when I got to him, I'm telling you right now, he stopped. He literally stopped in his tracks. He kind of looks at me. I was, he looked at me like that, and I just walked by, and all of a sudden I heard him chucking the light bulbs again. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'll never forget. I can see myself. I can see him, his face right now. It was one of those moments where I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm afraid. But it worked. Now, what does that have to do with the story? Nothing. It does. When David arrived at the cave, listen, he could have said, you guys, guess what? 
I just discovered something. I can act. And I'm pretty darn good. Of course, you already know, guys, that I killed a bear, a lion, a giant, and tens of thousands. And guess what? I'm going to win an Oscar. He could have said that. Sometimes we do that without knowing it, right? But he did not. Listen, he praised God in the cave. Why? He simply remembered God's faithfulness. He had an epiphany, a light bulb moment. I think he had a flashback. And he said, wait a minute. I didn't kill that bear. God did. Wait a minute, I didn't defeat that lion. God did. I was only a kid when I took Goliath down. That must have been God. I'm not that great with a slingshot and a stone to take down the champion giant. That was God. And what about all the thousands of the enemy that fell before my very eyes? God, all God. And what about this moment? God did it. He protected me. This wasn't even, did God, did God give him the idea of, of, of being insane? I, I don't know, but I don't think so because we, we see that he reacted out of fear, right? God, God says, do not fear, right? And so there's a reaction out of fear, just like, and it worked, but, but here's my point. David said, how can this happen except by God's mighty hand? I think David had a flashback of God's mighty and sovereign hand. So if you want to unlock your praise, just remember it. Get a flashback. Look back right now in this moment at the mighty and powerful and sovereign hand of God in your life. See, I believe that it would not have mattered if David played crazy or sane. God would have been God once again. This is my thought. God would have worked it out anyways because he always works all things out for our good and his glory. I think we can trust the sovereignty of God. We can praise him because he really does know what he's doing, sees everything. And that if David had acted normally, and if Dan had acted out of fear and ran across the street, by the way, I think I'm pretty fast back then, not anymore. I would have outran that guy. God would have rescued me. God would have rescued him and delivered him to his destiny for David's good and God's glory. This is what I know. If everything working out is up to me, I'm in big trouble. You're in big trouble. See, there's one thing I believe David did right. He remembered God's faithfulness, which caused him to know this phrase, God's got this because God's got him. God's got this moment because God had him. That's why we can praise him too because he's not somewhat mighty or kind of mighty. He's all mighty. He's everywhere. He's all-knowing. He's all-powerful. That's why David said this in Psalm 77, 11, our Lord I will, rem- or I will remember the things you have done, your miracles of long ago. I think one of the challenges that we have regarding our praise is we just don't think back about how God, great, how God is great in our lives, how he's been great in our lives. A flashback of God's faithfulness, a flashback of his goodness, his power, his protection, his provision throughout your life, that will get your praise going every single time. 
just remember it. My challenge for you is to, in this moment, or when you leave, just think about how great God has been in your life, in my life. There's plenty of things that he's already done for you that you may have forgotten. But God will revive your praise when you just remember it. And lastly, just believe it. Just believe that phrase that God's got this because God's got you. God's got this because God's got you. And if he knows every bird that hits the ground and every hair that leaves my head, watch it, Kevin. Watch it. You're bald too, buddy. You got a nice head, really nice head. <laughs> Come on, Kevin. Wonder Twin Powers activate. No, I was kidding. I was kidding. Oh, my goodness. Doesn't he, listen. Okay, back. Come on, Holy Spirit, back. Um, so he, he knows every, doesn't he know you? Doesn't he love you? Doesn't he have a plan for you that no man, no woman, no devil can stop? That's why we should praise him because God's got this because God's got you. And I believe Dan knows that deep, deep in his heart. And many of you know this because of the pickles that you've been in life and all of a sudden you're like, wow, hey guys, you're still here. I'm still here to praise God, to praise God. Because God's got this, because God's got you. You Listen, you've been through it. You've had your ups and downs. The enemy has chased you. He's lied to you, even abused you, but you're still here. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm still here because God's got this and God's got me. Woo! That's what David believed. He believed that, you guys. God's got this. And every time you fall into a trouble, you say, God's got this. Because God's got me. God's got me. Just believe it. God has proven himself again and again and again and again and again and again and again. That's why we can praise him. How's your praise doing? You know, if someone were to pass out, by the way, if you're wondering about Wayne, Wayne had a little uh, episode last week in church. He's doing great. He's doing, you probably didn't know this, but towards the end of the service, I thought, I said, Wayne, was my preaching that bad? Because he, he passed out. He said, yes, and no, no. <laughs> it was just a medication thing. That's what it was. And so he, he's, he's, he's doing great. He wants to let you know he's doing fine. But if someone were to pass out, the first thing we, we do is check their pulse to see if their heart is beating. In the same way, checking our praise life is how we check our spiritual pulse When we don't live lives that are thanking and praising God, listen, we're really not spiritually healthy. It's so simple, right? It's so simple. Just tell God how great he is. Get your praise back today. Do you have a seemingly impossible situation right now? Start praising God. Do you need a breakthrough? Start praising God. I love last week's powerful testimony from Abigail and Evan. It teaches us about praise because I'm not sure if you knew this. See, when they went through their difficult and painful moment, they remember God's faithfulness. As she said, his goodness, his love, his promise. And by the way, Abigail still praised God in the midst. She led us in praise while she was going through pain. You didn't know that. 
But that's what she did. She understood, as a worship leader, the power of praise. You can change your story with praise, and theirs too. Psalm 71, verse 18. God, and this verse is not pertaining to me at all. God, now that I'm old and gray, I don't know. Don't walk away. Look at this. Give me grace to demonstrate to the next generation all your mighty miracles and your excitement to show them your magnificent power. See, God got David out of so many pickles, out of so many seemingly impossible situations, and he found the key, praise. Telling God and others of his might and magnificent power. So he said, I'm going to do this all the time. Psalm 34, 1. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. I think he realized that living a life of praise is not only enjoyable, but it's also one of the most powerful ways to change your story. See, praise isn't the caboose that just follows whatever happens. It's actually the engine that makes things go. Jericho fell. Armies as big as 100,000 were defeated because of praise. Families restored, bodies healed, miracles revealed because of praise, because praise is unmatched. Can we start changing our stories with praise? For the marriage who wants to grow, for the marriage that might be struggling, I encourage you to get Spotify or, 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 and get a worship set going or get put on a, whatever you do, put on a CD, whatever, whatever you listen to, put it on, grab the hand of your spouse and don't say a word, but just lift up your hands and exalt the King of Kings. And what'll happen is, number one, God's presence will move in your life. But if you, you know, the, the truth is those who pray together stay together, but those who praise together, come on. Can you imagine those who praise together? Those marriages are strong. They're powerful. Get your praise back today. That's something simple. But this is what we do. If you'd stand with me for a moment. Um, we pray. I'm going to pray a moment, but actually we're going to take a moment to praise. Just a, just a moment. This is something you can do Monday morning. Sunday night. You don't have to wait for a tough time to come. You can just start praising God right now. Amen? So I want, I want to express ourselves to God in this moment. You can, however you want to do, you can kneel down. I, I like to lift my hands as, a, as, a, as just an expression of honor and that I need you. You can lift your hands, whatever you want to do. But we're just going to, um, and, I, and I, Meg doesn't know this, but I'm going to start, you, you just keep playing. And I'm going to sing this phrase. That's not the song we're going to sing in a moment. You, you know what song, but just keep singing it. And it's, it's this phrase that goes, almost there. I got to wait for the chord change. So I think of this phrase. And it's a song we sing because this is how I fight my battles. 
This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how. Tell them. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how. How great is our God? Sing with me. How great is our God? And all will see how great, how great is our God. We lift up our hands to you, Lord. We sing it. How great is our God. Sing with me. How great is our God. And all will see how great, how great is our God. Just a little louder. How great is our God? We sing it to you, Lord. How great our God. Sing with me. How great is our God. And all will see how great, how great is our Then sings my soul. Come on. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art. How great Thou art. Your voices. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art. How great Thou art. Yeah, we celebrate You, God. Lord, I thank you 
that God, you are reviving praise in our lives. God, I thank you that, that it's just going to start popping out in the morning, in the midday, at, at, at night, Lord God, that all of a sudden we're just going to start thinking about you. We're going we're gonna to remember you and your faithfulness. And God, we're going to believe it and we're going to speak it and sing it. God, wherever we are speaking the wonderful praises of God, the wonderful works and mighty power of our Savior, we love you. We love you in Jesus' name. And if you're here this morning and you've never given your heart to Jesus and you would say, I, I, I really want to, but I don't know how. Let me help you really, really with a really simple prayer. Would you put your hand over your heart today? And let's pray this as a family to the King of kings and Lord of lords. Would you just say, Jesus, come into my heart. I believe in you and I receive you as King and Lord and Savior of my life. I'm yours. You're mine forever. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. God bless you guys. We love you. Have a great day. Prayer team is here to pray for you. Go Eagles. <laughs> We're honored that you are with us today. Please connect with us because we want to get to know you. Head to our website, getreslife.org. That's G-E-T-R-E-S-L-I-F-E dot -E org. And like us on Facebook, Resurrection Life Church Cadillac, for upcoming events and information and ways to connect. God bless you and have a beautiful week.